Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley, the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me as always is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May. With 18 widescreen TVs, so you can watch the NFL Sunday ticket and watch your favorite team while scarfing down their delicious selection of appetizers and main courses, including my personal favorite, the Mardi Gras Shrimp. So if you find yourself vacationing in the South Jersey Shore, head over to Fitzpatrick's and tell the owner, Sam Fitzpatrick, that the Giant Insider sent me. That's Fitzpatrick's Fest Tavern, located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May, the best shuck in town. All right, dude, two weeks in a row, Tommy Chicken Cutlets comes up with a victory. 10-7 in a barn burner of a game, but in all seriousness, it was uh, you know, the story of that one was the defense uh, and, and how they've really come alive over the last few weeks. Um, and, and the Patriots are just, they are a horrific football team, especially offensively. But look, it was still a victory, 10-7. But before we get to that, I guess we'll talk about the uh, the Joe Shane presser, Chris, um, you know, because that just happened. Uh, he didn't say anything too earth shattering for me, other than maybe kind of tipping his hand that we'll be looking for a quarterback one way or the other because of, you know, uh, Tyrod Taylor's contracts up and Jones injury, whether it's through the draft or free agency. I, I believe it's going to be in the draft like I think you do. But um, other than that, um, I wasn't too surprised by anything Joe Shane said, Chris. I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Uh, he just touched on the quarterback thing, which is smart because, you know, like we don't know when Daniel's going to be back. Right. You don't. You right. Um, and all, all they're going to have on the contract issue is DeVito. Yeah. It's Tommy. Um, which is all we need, right? <laughs> which is all we need. No. So, <laughs> you know, so it, it would be pretty stupid of Shane yeah. to go into, you know, so they're going to probably address it. Like he said, Shane, now you got to remember, you know, he's like, oh, we'll address it either UFA or, or we're going to address it through the draft. But we have to get somebody else in here because we don't know what's up with Daniel. Mm. And Tommy's the only one on the contract, DeVito, and all that stuff. Um, and look, you know, he's not going to come out and say, yeah, we're going to look to draft a quarterback high and all that stuff. You, you have to remember a few things. One, the Giants are winning a few games, so they might be playing themselves out of the one guy they really like. Mm. Okay, they might be targeting. Um, two, you got to play smart with Daniel because what if you don't have a chance at the guy you like? So now you're not going to go quarterback maybe first round, right? Yeah. yeah. And now you got Daniel. You know, you know, you can't be like, Telling the media today, oh, you yeah, know, we're going to be talking to the quarterback in the first round because, uh, you know, we're going to be making change. No, because Daniel's coming back. You know, you, you can't do that with Daniel. <laughs> you yeah. can't say, you know, you're out of here basically after 24. Right. Uh, look, that might be the case, and we'll see how it plays out with the draft and what they plan on doing. But, you know, obviously, Shane, that would be irresponsible if he said, oh, no, we'll go with the quarterback, you know, because we just don't know. Daniel might be back in August, July, September, October. Yeah, you know, so but he did say, Joe, as we all expected, right? He did say, and when Daniel's healthy, he's going to be our guy in twenty and twenty four, right? And I think that's the plan, Jerry. Obviously, this is going to be the plan. He's not going anywhere in twenty four, but even no. if they land the guy they want in the first round, I think the plan's still going to be okay. You sit behind Daniel for now. Daniel's our guy in twenty four, and then you learn, you know, you 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 sit a little bit. And then whatever happens down the road in 24 happens, but he's not going to be starting from day one. That yes. seems to be the plan, right? I mean, yeah, I agree. And depending, even if, if they don't get one of the top two guys, if they get somebody else, or look, we, we've talked, I've talked about it before, dude. There, there's going to be seven or eight guys, I think, that are going to end up going in the first two rounds, maybe more. It's a ton of quarterbacks. So 
to speculate who they're going to get now. Um, it, but it does look like they've played themselves out of the top two. But you don't know. Maybe they trade up, and if a team's yeah. willing to trade, maybe maybe Shane pulls in a Corsi and goes after him. But, um, you know, that's all speculation. Hey, right now, hey, but, hey yeah. maybe Shane and his scouts have Bo Nix rated just as high. Right, right. We don't know. Right, exactly. Maybe, maybe they have a Jane Daniels rated just as high. We don't know. We're not, you, right. you know. I know yeah. the experts and the scouts, oh, those guys are the second level, whatever it might be. But right, right. we don't know what Shane and his scouts are thinking, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I, mean, I, I always uh, go back to Josh Allen being the third quarterback taken in twenty. What? Oh, you Jerry, you saw that list that broke down the other day on Twitter, right? Yeah, I, it's ridiculous. Yeah, right. Mahomes right. at ten. Yeah, you got sure. guys like Blake Bortles going in the top three. You know, yeah, you can even go down like Russell Wilson's third round pick. Right. Like, I just you can do this all day, right? I mean, you're right. It, it, it's not first or second doesn't guarantee anything. I mean, it gives you the choice, which is nice. Um, but you don't know sure, what the hell these guys are going to do. Look, Jerry, if you're looking for a franchise quarterback, if you're looking to move on, of course having the first or second pick, but yeah. it might not work like that. Yeah. And even if you do, that doesn't mean you, you got your guy. That's what I was trying to point out the other day. Like, don't be obsessed with this one or two. Oh, we got to finish one or two. Right. You know, because obviously it's probably not going to happen now. And B, that doesn't mean it's a sure hit. Look at right. those names I put on Twitter the other day. There was only just, a few hits. Like a like a, a graveyard of of, of, of ex quarterbacks or hey. or current quarterbacks, a lot of them hey. who who aren't starters anymore, who are just not good. Hey. Um, but I like what Shane said today, Chris. There's one thing I should, you know, there was a, a you just kind of jarred my memory. He said you don't know until you meet with these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can see all the film you want, but with a quarterback position, you got to meet with them. And then he kind of brought up like 2018, like there's a lot of quarterbacks in that first round, some aren't in the league anymore, um, mm-hmm. or they're just with different teams and not starting. So. Um, I, I couldn't agree more with that statement that you got to meet with these quarterbacks and, and really understand what you're getting or try to understand, do all your due diligence on these guys. Because right now the it's, the, it's the Caleb Drake may sweepstakes, but like we said, there are five to six more guys, maybe seven who could come out and become superstars. So you just don't know. So. Yeah. You know, I've, I, look, like I said, of course you want to be in the top two, three picks and hopefully land the guy you want. Right. But doesn't mean it's going to be the guy. Okay. Um, That that's the two, two BD down the road Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And it also means that if you pick seventh or eighth and you have one of your, those guys in a top seven type talent, doesn't mean you can't hit if you go with a quarterback at seven or eight. Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's all I was trying to say to you the other day. Don't be obsessed. Don't be panicking because the giants are winning two games. I get it. I understand, but that doesn't mean you can't get the guy who could be very productive in this league. Yeah. Okay. History has proven that. Yep. All right. Absolutely. So, so the Giants. Yeah. So, other thing, anything else that is Shane? He was basically saying to look. You know, they understand they have to build up the roster. One other interesting thing I thought, Jerry, um, that Shane kind of basically shot down Evan Neal going to guard. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, nice um, one. He, he basically he was asked about it. He was basically he said, no, you know. He's got to get more consistent. Now, I also like, and this is what I love about Joe, you know, getting to know him through presses and getting to know him on the side a little bit. I've said this numerous times. Um, you know, he's a great guy, very respectful guy, but don't mistake that kindness for weakness. You know, um, I've said that numerous times, right, dude, about Joe yeah. Shane. Yeah. I loved how he came out. He sent, you know, he shot, a, you know, he took a shot across, yes, the, across the bow of Evan Neal. Yep. And when he said, yeah, he knows. He's got to play better. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like that he d- did that in a way. You know, like he basically said, now we're going to stick with him at tackle. He's got to be more consistent. He's got to pro- uh, progress at that spot. But he also knows he's got to play better too. Translate, 
you're not playing well, dude. You know, right. You're right. in the seventh overall. Yeah. Play, you know, play better. Or you're going to be, you know, you're not getting no second contract here. Forget about yeah. it. It's not right now. It's right now. It ain't happening anyway. We'll have to see how year three progresses out. Uh, you know, plays out, I should say. So I like that Joe does that once in a while. Um, it's pretty funny. Like he's got that fire in his eyes. You know, I, I saw him after the game yesterday and he was, you know, he, it, there was some reports that came out of um, California yesterday from Fox News that the Giants weren't too happy about. Okay. Uh, the Wink Martindale situation. And the way it's being reported and stuff like that. And Joe, you know, Joe Shane, <laughs> he was not happy, you know, with some of the stuff about what the Wink is tension. Him and Dave's are not speaking, basically. He's basically gone. He might not make the season Wink. And 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 then, you know, a lot of people in the media are saying, oh, yeah, that's true. And this and that. Well, now, all of a sudden, everybody's reporting that. Okay. Uh, you know, you got people jumping on it now. So, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I don't know. They're having problems. They're not having problems, isn't that? Well, look. That's the, that's look, the issue I, said, I had. That's, that's the issue I had with it. Go ahead. Yeah, I said this two weeks ago on the podcast. I said, it wouldn't shock me if Wink doesn't come back. Now, right. that has nothing to do with they hate each other. Sure. They don't get along. Right. I'm glad you're bringing this up because you did bring it up two weeks ago. And it, like you said, it's not, it, it could be a difference in philosophy, dude. We don't know, but go ahead. Sorry, yeah, I don't want to interrupt. Because, look. It's philosophical differences at times as far as personnel packages on the field during certain parts of the game. Yeah. Dallas game, the Vegas game. Mm. Um, and Dave's was not happy at a lot of stuff that was on the field. Mm. And But this happens with head coaches and coordinators. Yes. It happened with Wink and John Harbaugh. Okay. I've said it numerous times. So they went a separate direction. So that's why I said, don't be, su- I mean, wouldn't surprise you Wink is not back. This is not mm. personal. Right. Okay. Now, there was report coming out. You know, comment came out yesterday that it's tension. They're not even speaking, and uh, he might not make the season. Jerry, I got people telling me they're in the freaking cafeteria laughing. I, I mean, having lunch, laughing and up. The plays yesterday because like this was like the most earth shattering news like since you know like they just found Jimmy Hoffa's body in the freaking Staten Island. You know what I mean? Like 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 oh that a coordinator and a head coach. Don't agree in a lot of stuff, and and they have fights back and forth. Ooh, that's really earth shattering, boy. You know, I I never seen that before. You know, right, I mean, right. holy crap! So yeah. numerous questions were asked to the players, and, and, and most players were like kind of surprised that it even came out. They're like, "What are you talking? You know, well, I don't know where that comes from. We love Link Wink. Um, you know, we don't see any of that tension. It's, you know, and I got some people telling me, Chris, they, they, I, I saw them the other day. They were laughing with each other in the cafeteria having lunch. Wink yeah. and Dave's. Yeah. Now, has there been tension during certain times about what is going on in the effing field? Yeah. You know, you you kind of would hope you would kind of hope they would be with the record they have. I'll be honest with you. Right, because the right. defense has been torched a few times, right? <laughs> right. We've seen some kids get beat one-on-one, man coverage, where maybe, you know, why is it Trey right. Hawkins and man, or why is a guy here? Good wink, guy good man? wink, bad wink. Yes, yes. Okay. Right. And Wink understands that. The bottom line is this. Dave's is the head coach, and what Dave's wants, he's got to get. Okay? Mm-hmm. So what do you mean by that, Chris? Well, it means like Dave's. When Dave's and Wink go over this defensive game plan, and Dave's wants, listen, we got to do this a little bit more, Wink. Yeah. You know, and Wink, if Wink turns around and says, well, F you, I'm doing it my way, that's a problem. You're not going right. to last. You're gone. Right. Hasn't been like that. Like, 
Do they go back and forth? Yeah. Wink's old school. Dave's, yeah. You know, so what, but if you notice the last few games, Wink has adjusted a little bit. He's got a lot more zone, mixes it yes. up with some man. They, yes. got, they have eight turnovers the last two games, right? Yeah. A lot of disguise looks. You know, a lot of it's just bad play. I mean, we'll get into the game a little bit, but Mac Jones was like, Ooh. Ooh. I really could not believe what I was seeing, how bad he was. He stinks. You know, yeah. he went from a promising rookie to a kid that's probably going to be a backup the rest of his career if he's even in a league in a few years. I hate to say it. Yes. Anyway, so Dave's adjusted. They wanted to see something. You know, guys, they're not going to get along all the time. When you're losing, these things happen. Right. You know, these things happen. So as far as not speaking to each other, may not last the season, I, I'm not hearing that at all. Yeah. Have they had disagreements and heated exchanges? Yeah. But, man, holy crap, this happens, you know. Yeah. We'll see. And I'm going to stick with my original. Jerry, when I said I could see them parting ways, mm -hmm. it's not because they hate each other. It's because of philosophical differences. Because, you know, it could yeah. be – it could be little things like Wink has his meetings, you know, <laughs> that he likes to sit there and throw the rap. You know, a lot of guys maybe after a while want to get Wink is old school in a lot of ways. Sure. And maybe, you know, some things uh, he needs to adjust on, which he, I'm sure he will, you know. Um, but as far as the tension, not speaking, that's just not true. <laughs> you know, I mean, I talk to people that are in the cafeteria, you know, and they're saying, no, oh, had they had heat exchange, like I said, heat exchanges, maybe some blowouts. I'm sure they have, Jerry. Yeah. I saw it in training camp once. I, mean, I sure they have. You saw it against uh, a couple weeks ago. Look like Dable and him were having a pretty good exchange on the sideline. Probably asking him, what the F are we doing in that play? You know what I mean? Yeah. But the bottom line is this. Dave's the head coach. Wink is the coordinator. And what Dave wants, you know, he, Wink has to kind of do. And I don't mean like running the defense. I mean certain things during the course of a game, certain packages that maybe Dave wants to change up a certain looks. But all I know is that Wink has gone a lot more zone the last few weeks and all that stuff. But and we'll see what happens after the season. You know, if they if Dave feels maybe he has to change it up there and you know and all that stuff, we'll see. But I just wanted to touch on that because uh, well, I think people wanted to hear that, Chris. So that's, that's all I heard stuff. about was yesterday. I'm like, okay, you know, to me, look, Jerry, to me, it's like you know, I, I, I it seems like. This is earth shattering to some people in the media when a head coach and a coordinator are screaming at each other. Yeah. I mean, do we remember back in the day when Parcells was threatening to fire Belichick every time? Parcells two minutes? would undress Belichick. And I heard that in meetings, he really undressed them. Earhart's back in the days with Coughlin. And, you know, I mean, I, to me, this is not earth shattering stuff. Now, I understand. The report where it came from is very reliable. But sometimes, you know, a person tells that person, right, who reports it, and they say, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's pretty, there's a lot of tension there going on. I don't know. They're not really. And that person report, takes it as, oh, wow, that's not good, right? This is all bad. I heard it's all bad. So he, the person sure. reports it and says, a lot of tension I'm hearing in that building. Yes, there yeah. has been at times. It has been going back and forth. Yeah. But, you know, you saw it yesterday, defense, you know, Last few weeks, a lot of turnovers. We'll see what happens after the season uh, and all that. But as far as hating each other, not speaking, you know, all that stuff. Sorry, it's just not true. As it's great, it's, it's so. great insight, Chris. It's what fans want to hear when they listen to this podcast. You know, it's you're there. 
Uh, we say it over and over again, right? Like, you know, the, the issue I had with it, and I'll just leave it at this, is, is that other people jumped on it afterwards. Like, oh yeah, it's really bad. Like, okay, well, well, why did Jay Glazer report it then? So that's the only issue I had. That's the issue I had. I, I, I kind of went back to what you said a couple of podcasts ago, Chris. Like, well, it's not really news when, you know, you're, you're sitting there saying, it's probably going to happen because of philosophical differences or, or could happen. Right? Could happen. Yeah. Right. Could happen. Mm -hmm. um, but so I just kind of went back to that and I'm like, I'm thinking, well, Chris would have said at least on the side, if there's more than that, uh, but there, I just, it was almost like, Oh, okay. Well, this isn't, this is a nothing. And then other people jumped on it like, Oh yeah, it's really bad. And then it's like, all right, whatever you'll address it on this podcast. <laughs> so I'm glad you did. I, I, I want to jump back to what Shane said about Evan Neal and, and tell me if I'm wrong. I read it as, it's a little bit of a shot across the bow towards the position coach. And I say this because when he said, I watched film on him in college and this kid can play and now he can't, is that a little bit of a, hmm. we got to coach him up better type of a statement from Shane? You I, think? I think, I think it was. Okay. I, I agree. Yeah. I think it was a shot at both bows. That's fine. Yeah. I think it was like, you know, when he says, Hey, we, these kids got to get better, consistent, whatever. Exactly. I forget the exact words you used, Joe, but yeah, uh, I think it was a shot at, why isn't this kid progressing, right? Yeah. yeah. I think we all saw him in Alabama. This isn't the same player, right? Like Mac Jones, by the way. <laughs> anyway, this isn't the same. This isn't the same <laughs> right. player, right? Yeah. And I think you know. I think it was a combination, Jerry. Of right. hey, Evan, get you know, let's go, right? We got yeah. we got to kick this up. And Bobby Johnson, if he's here next year, hey, we need better coaching out of you because this kid is a shell of himself. So, like I said, Joe. Look, I, I numerous people have told me this about Joe. Numerous people that he gets his point across the people in that building. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He will get his point. And he's not happy. And that includes with Dable. When he's not happy, he will get his point across. He has no problem expressing how he feels. So, Chris, you're reporting that Shane and Dable are breaking up. Is that it? Because they, That's they, they, yeah, they... matter of fact, I just on my phone, Wink just got fired. So, <laughs> no. So, anyway, this is what happened. Look, Jerry, when you're four and eight, at one time, two and eight, losing. Mm. But I liked what Joe said today, too. Um, so what happens, Jerry? You find out a lot about people when adversity hits. Mm -hmm. And Joe mentioned that today. He said, I found out a lot about people during these difficult times. Okay? Yeah. When, yeah. Basically, when adversity hit, which was yep. the season. Sure. Last year, everything was rosy, playoffs. Hey, look at us. This year, this and that. Uh, so that, I thought that was pretty telling. Uh, I, you know, I think there's some guys, you know, look. Dable's one of them, where I think he really admires the way Dable's handled this season. Very even kill. I heard somebody told me the other day that, so when you're losing, Jerry, coaches, Sean McDermott is a prime example. It's everybody's fault but his, basically, up in Buffalo. Okay. Um, he got rid of a coordinator. I hear him yesterday, again, with his nonsense. After his, once again, his team blows it in at the end of a game. Yep. Hands the game away. to the Eagles. You know, the yep. whole nonsense with his defense. With his, Baby, the defense. He, no, let's not forget, Leslie Frazier left for reasons. Not because Leslie really wanted to take a year off. He left because of reasons. And McDermott right. did hire a coordinator. Oh, it's my baby. I'm a, I'm a former coordinator. You know, and this and that. And, you know, we saw that worked out yesterday again. Yeah. Uh, like, so, and you see, but everybody's really praising Dable about the way he's handled the season. Now, forget about on the field, Jerry. Oh, he should have done a flag day. should have done whatever it might be, right? Even kill, even kill. and that includes even with guys that make the even the chefs in the cafeteria. Dable's the same with, 
Yeah. Not no attitude towards them. No attitude towards. He's been even killed, and they really appreciated that with him. And the players talk about it all the time that he's he's not up and down. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He's just keeping it steady, even though they're losing. He kept it steady last year when they were winning. He's keeping it steady the same way with everybody this year. I think Joe kind of touched that. He kind of. He did. You know, look, this is the first time Dable's a head coach hitting, you know, facing adversity, losing. Everything's going wrong. Injuries, third stringers, right? Do you remember the report a couple of years ago, oh, a couple of weeks ago about players were checking out this division? He's losing a locker room. Remember yeah. that yeah. bullshit that I reported two weeks ago? It's bullshit. He's not losing a locker room. Nobody's turned against him. You know, all that bullshit. Well, here they are fighting their ass off. They're not a good team, Jerry. They got DeVito, a third stringer going, fighting his ass off, Paisan ass off, right? But here they are. I know it's ugly wins, right? Turnovers, setting up the off. But here they are, still fighting. They're fighting. Jerry, let me tell you something, brother. Hang on, Chris. Guys, we're going to take a break and be right back after this. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast, and this is a really good one. Hang on one second. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz busy now. Go ahead, bud. Let me tell you something, brother. I was with Andrew Thomas in the locker room yesterday. Andrew is fucked. Oh, I'm sorry. Andrew is friggin' hurting. Left knee. Yeah. Limping. Yeah. I said to Andrew, I said, dude, you all right? You know, he goes, let's just put it this way. The bye week came at a great time. You know, like that. Oh, nice. You know? Yeah. Point I'm making. Andrew could easily taking this week off and said, well, I'll get two weeks to heal up. I'll come back against Green Bay. I'll feel better. The dude is out there playing for his teammates. Yeah. yeah. This is what the NFL is. Yeah. All right. If that locker room was divided, Jerry, Andrew yeah. could, Andrew probably checks out. I need another week. I need right. another week. Right. Jerry, I'm telling you, you got to see him. Yeah. No, I believe it. Yeah, the I dude is it. hurting. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Could have checked out. Bobby O'Kurake, who I absolutely love on and off the field. I have to admit I really favor Bobby. If you, the only, I mean, if, if he went to Notre Dame, Chris, I was it. just going to say, if he went to Notre Dame, I probably would have proposed to him by now. No, <laughs> joke. I absolutely love Bobby. Yeah, he's playing hurt, dude. You got to see him with his hit, yeah, Bang, walking around. Yeah. So, Chris, why are you saying that? They're getting paid. Yeah, I know they're getting paid. <clears throat> but, the pay, people, but a lot of it's guaranteed money too that they could right. sit. Right. I see people on Twitter. Oh, yeah. you should sit him. I don't know why he's playing. You know, the team's losing. That's not what this league is about. Yeah. NFL players, most of them, except for dopes who look at fumbles right in front of them and walk away. But, you know, yeah. NFL players, oh. they're there for their teammates. If they could play, they'll play. Yeah. And then some guys, maybe they'll check out. And those guys are usually filtered out down the road. Like, right. get the F out of this here. Get them out. Right. Like, a lot of GMs are like, what? Could he have played? Yeah, you know, but he's going to sit you're going to sit out. Okay. And they go like this. Okay. No problem. You know, yeah. and you see them release, you know, a lot of times folks, when you see guys on a waiver wire, you know, down at, well, that guy's pretty good. He's not, it's always, there could be some other things going on, yeah. you know? Yeah. So Andrew's limping and I, I was like, holy crap. You know, some other guys, I seen him banged up walking around, blah, blah, blah. But the point I'm making is that just like that bullshit report a couple of weeks ago that the locker room, Dave's just looks at the locker room, you know? I mean, it's freaking asinine, you know? Yeah. They're busting their ass. Tommy's added some energy, no doubt about it. DeVito's gave a little burst of energy in this locker room. You know, he's just a fun kid to be around. He's a fireball. They love being around him. Um, mm -hmm. And they're fighting, and they won a couple of games. 
Now you could argue, oh my god, they blew the third pick. I told you this weeks ago. Yeah, they're going to play the win, like Herm would say, to win the game. Yeah. If guys could play, they're going to play to try to win the game. Now, the big yeah. question, next question, Mark Jerry is going to be after the bye week when they play the pack, which won't be flexed out now because the Jets are, are horrific. Ugh. And the Packers won a few in a row, and the Giants have won a few yep. in a row. So it's kind of a better matchup yeah. than the Jets Texans sure. because the Jets can't get a first down. Okay. So, so the big question is going to be, you know, Tyrod Taylor, if he's good to go in two weeks, what does Dave's do? Me yeah. personally, Jerry, and I get yeah. it, Tyrod's a better quarterback than Tommy DeVito. No question about it. We know that, right? Mm-hmm. But me personally, Jerry, hey, they won two in a row. DeVito's getting the ball downfield a little bit, and all that is not turning the ball over, okay? Mm-hmm. Get him out there again. They're not going to playoffs. Put him out there again. You I agree. I, mean? I, I think agree. He's yeah. deserve, I think he's deserves that chance to just go out there again. I think it's a no-brainer. I think you've won two in a row. He's played well. Um, he hasn't turned it over, like you said. He's learning. You know, you're, you're gonna have a you could have a viable backup, or or you know, next year be a third stringer. But um, you know, Devito can turn into a viable backup in this league. Like he's won a couple games, and 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 look, a lot of reasons why they're winning. Defense has turned it on, but he's played well enough to to deserve the chance to keep going. Why put Tyrod Taylor back in? Doesn't make any sense. Like what? Not like you said, not going anywhere. Uh, you know, you feel for Tyrod Taylor and his injury. Like this was. Maybe one more shot for him to do something, but it is what it is, man. I, I agree. Leave, leave Devito in and let him roll the rest of the season. And, and you know, if he doesn't get hurt, he keep him in. You know, and if he starts embarrassing himself, that's one thing. But it doesn't look like he's going to. There's what five games left. Um, so you know, why would you mess around with this? Just let it go. It's a good story. He's earned it. But he's but he's earned it, Jerry. Right. He's earned it's it. It's not just like oh, this is a nice story. He's an Italian kid from North Jersey, local. No, but he's earned. He's earned. He's it. earned. I think, in my opinion, right. He's earned that right to get the next start. Yep. And to so you, much. like you said, Jerry, unless he starts embarrassing, but then you go to Tyrod if he if he starts throwing yeah. the ball a little lot. Yeah. But Jerry, dude, I'm looking at Tommy yesterday, Devito, and I'm watching what New England's doing. Okay, mm-hmm. and I see what Bill's doing with his son Steve and uh, Gerard Mayo. Co-coordinators down there, but we all know it's Bill's show, right? We all know his defense. That's yeah. his baby, right? Right. Especially his son's one of the coordinators, right? And I'm watching him, and they're throwing that. He just showing that cover two, throwing to a cover one, man under. They'll show a man under. They break out into a, a zone match zone, and I'm saying to myself, "Holy shit!" Like Tommy's not really being fooled of what they're doing out there. He's right. actually. Re- I've seen veterans. I remember Peyton Manning getting fooled by Belichick-type defense back in the day. Of course, nobody's comparing Peyton sure. or Erie's defense to Tommy. What I'm saying is that I'm watching. I asked Dave's about it after the game. And, I, you know, and I'm like, watch. I'm like, you know, he doesn't look confused. Was he a few times? Maybe he held the ball because he maybe he was a quiet. Yeah, okay. I'm not, I, I haven't looked at the whole damn thing yet. But just right. watching it from, you know, uh, yesterday from the booth. That touchdown to Isaiah Hodgins, okay? Yeah. Tommy tells Hodgins, if I get the certain look, I'm coming your way. What? He comes to the line of scrimmage. They were all man press, and only Jonathan Jones was off. Yeah. Was off man by a five yards. Right? Yep. Tommy read it immediately, and he went to the right guy. Yeah. And Isaiah did the rest. Some other kids might have been up, went up to the line. It could have been three or four year veterans. I might talk about it. went up to the line. Oh, they're in, they're, they're in man press here. Uh, Jones is going to jump up in the man here, man press. But 
so you know, I was so impressed the way DeVito wasn't really being fooled. No force throws. That's a pure sign of being fooled. You think a team's in a cover two, a corner drew, leaks back, boom, gets picked off, right? Picked off. It happened to Daniel against the Patriots four years ago. Okay. They're in a cover three. You think they're in a two. Or you think they're in man. Meanwhile, they're in a three. Here comes a safety crunching down, cracking down. I don't know, Jerry. Maybe I'm wrong, but I was really impressed the way Tommy read the post snap looks from Belichick yesterday. I think Dave was pretty impressed. I asked Dave's about it after the game, mm-hmm. you know, about the way he just read how he didn't force any read the defense. And, you know, Dave seemed pretty impressed with it too, man. Uh, you know, uh, he was well prepared. That's a credit to Kafka and Dave's. And, and then you have to give the credit to Tommy. I mean, I'm, I'm really impressed at his throwing ability too, man. I mean, just physical ability. Like the way he dropped the ball to hide it down the field between the corner and safety. Like, like I, I'm look, I'm not crowning him anything, but the fact that he was went undrafted and you're watching how bad quarterback play is in this league. <laughs> exactly. Like, how about the other, the other side of the ball yesterday? Right. Like the number one pick. How the hell is everyone missing this? Like, I, okay. Like again, he's, Tommy DeVito is not going to be the starter next year, but he's more than serviceable at this point. Um, and when I see him make some of the throws he made to Hyatt yesterday, like this kid's got an accurate deep ball. He throws a hell of a spiral. I mean, my God, it's so tight. Um, but he's at, he seems accurate. He's got a strong arm. He just holds on to the ball a bit long, but he's, you know, he's, he's getting better with that too. So, I mean, look, it's a, it's a great story and he's earned it, but um, I'm just overall impressed with this kid. Like, to do what he did yesterday is nice. Um, to do what he did against the Commanders, like he's, he's st- they're starting to stack games now, and he's starting to stack performances. And you're not losing because of him, which is really what it's all about. That's the with, key. With with, with uh, a third string quarterback, Jerry, you just said it right there. You just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. They're not losing because of him, which usually happens when you put backups in. Right. Right. Yeah, third string, right? I mean, and you said what beautiful tight spiral. I, I I told you this in training camp. This kid can wing it. You know, yeah, he's got yeah. a beautiful tight spiral. Actually, you said you said he can spin it. You he said. can spin it. Yep. Man, if only Eli could do that. Oh, I'm sorry, Lisa. Lisa's just... fooling around, Lisa. No, I'm but he would not. You know, yeah, there's a thing there that's that, that, that certain quarterbacks can't throw a spiral like that. That's fine. Oh my, Lisa, I'm having fun with you, Lisa. Trying to trying to give you, you know, trying to make you crack a smile there. Going through sometimes, I understand. I'm not yeah. fooling around with you, but but no, but Tommy, you know, could wing it. I was just look. Obviously, he holds the ball too long a lot of times, takes sacks. But two things with that. One, the Giants are basically telling him, don't force and take the sack if you have to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two, he's not losing the ball in his sacks. He seems right. to be protecting it really well. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so, look, it's uh, – it's <laughs> he's not losing games for them so far. Now, when they play a better team, they're going to lose. We know yeah. that, right? Yes. Uh, and all that stuff. But, hey, credit to him. Credit to Dable and Kafka uh, kind of preparing him. And, you know, I, I understand the touchdowns are set up on turnovers and all that stuff that I might only have 220 yards of offense, but yeah, he's yeah. not turning the ball over. And that's, and that's a credit to him so far. And 109 of it went to uh, Jalen Hyatt, who for the first time in what, 19 games, the Giants had a hundred yard receiver. Yeah, That's been a long time. And he's uh, look, this is what we were excited about when the season started and DeVito's getting him the ball. And, you know, I like that he had a conversation with, uh, with Dable earlier in the week, supposedly yeah. about what yeah. he can do better. And, um, you know, he, he thought it was him. He thought it was he basically him. said, like, I had 100, I averaged 100 yards in college, and now I'm not really getting the ball much. And look, this is a kid you can be really excited about. And, and and this is what I kept talking about, like, down the stretch, what are you looking for? 
Like I'm looking for Jalen Hyatt. I'm looking for Kayvon Thibodeau, the bust. Um, you know, the big bust with 11 sacks, Kayvon Thibodeau, who can't set the edge and rush the quarterback, except he does both. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, sorry. And he showed it again yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Great. He's, he's uh, got a weird body though, bro. It's weird. Yeah. It's very, I, 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 it's not like my body. It's I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm so glad it's yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Folks, if you don't understand me and Jerry talk about it, it's an inside joke. Look it up. People or somebody will tell you exactly what me and Jerry are talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay, Dexter Lawrence didn't play yesterday, but like the younger guys, DJ Davidson, Jordan Riley got in, uh, uh, Tay Banks with another interception, right? Uh, I know you had some interaction with him in the locker room. Um, Xavier McKinney's coming on strong. Um, okay, Xavier, I wish that was earlier in the season, but whatever. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for guys yeah, like that to get absolutely. excited about, like John Michael Schmitz, you know, like how's he doing? Um, how's Andrew Thomas playing? And, and, and please don't get hurt more. But real quick, before I forget, Chris, my favorite part of that whole game was DeVito scoring and a guy from the Midwest, like John Michael Schmitz looking at him going like this. Yeah. I was just like, that's hilarious, man. It's so funny that these other guys have picked up on it. But so anyway, everybody you know, wants to be Italian, Joe. You know. Right, right. Long story. Exactly. Long story short, Chris, that's what I'm excited about. These young guys who are, who are doing well and starting to really contribute. Jerry, get going back to the Hyatt. Um, he, he had a conversation with David early in a week, like you just touched on. Right. Yeah. Um, and he thought it was him. He goes, listen, you know, I was getting 100 yards a pop in Tennessee. What the hell am I doing wrong here? You know? Right. And Dave's coached him up. Listen, this league is different, brother. Yeah. You're progressing. One week you're going to get yours. Next week you might not. Even the great ones. Yeah. So with A.J. Brown the last week with the Eagles, that guy was going off. Last few weeks, you know, one catch, five at the guests there. Not as much. Anyway, you know, so Hyatt, after the conversation, the way Dave was breaking down – stuff with him filming how he's going to be a part of this all and how he's going to progress. And Dave and Hyatt came right out and says, man, I got mad respect for Dable, the way he explained it to me and the way this league works and all that stuff, you know, and, and yesterday you saw, I asked Jalen yesterday, I said, well, did you ex- expect to be a bigger part of this offense? And he said, yeah, we kind of thought, you know, and he was, they were taking shots with him, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially with a Belichick defense. They like to go man a lot and they were going to take shots. It was smart coaching. You know, and DeVito, you got to get the ball. And Tommy did at times, right? He had yeah. him on a deep over the one time. He had him on a nine route down the sideline, right? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, the nine route was, I thought, great, his best throw. Great footwork by Jalen. I thought yeah. he was out of – I'll be honest with you, Jay, when he first caught, I thought he was out of bounds, you know? And yeah. then you see yeah. the second foot get down. I was like, oh, man, that's, that's yeah. great footwork. Yeah, you know, yeah. By, by, by high. It's all part of being a receiver. It's all part of the package. You just yep. can't go out there for the girls and go, look at this beautiful catch over. <laughs> you got to come down two feet, brother. You know? <laughs> you know, you got to come – uh, down with two feet, so you know he yeah. and he did that. So it was uh, like you said, you you want to see the progress, you know, um, for the rest of the season heading into next year. Yeah, and that's what I was excited about with some of these young guys. So um, that's what I'm going to look for down the stretch. And look, you know, like you said, they, like everybody's word, oh, they're playing themselves out of out of draft pick. Don't worry about that, guys. Just try and enjoy these games as they happen. And who the hell knows? They win against Green Bay, they win against the Saints, and then the Eagles have nothing to play for. I know I'm already talking about it, but hey, just. Just stack these wins and, and get some confidence going forward. And I mean, I, I'm going to say another thing that may not be that popular, but I, I do think it's big for the culture, Chris, to get these kind of wins, to not give up and to go two and I fifteen. And, and I agree. Okay, yeah, we have a we have the second overall pick. We were two and fifteen, but you know, did you weed out the guys who really kind of packed it in? Mm-hmm. Now it's pretty clear if there are guys packing it in, I can't find them. Um, I think this is better for the overall culture of the franchise to win games like this. So, 
Yeah, and believe me, the coaching staff and the general manager and the assistant general manager, Brandon Brown, they're looking, bro. Yeah. They're looking to see you guys are making checking out, making business decisions. Yeah. And one yeah. guy who I thought might be a little bit, I was a little gonna keep I was a little wary, keep an eye on him. And that was a Dory Jackson. I was just gonna yeah, uh, right. just a little bit like, you know, Played let, hard. Me check, let me check out a Dory. You know, let's see. Yeah. And the, you know, he's probably he knows this is it, probably here. Uh, and he was playing hard. He played well yesterday, Dory, right? He did play well. Yeah. So um, to his credit, you know, to his credit, coming back, you know, from the uh, neck injury to, con- uh, the, the, to concussion, I should say, you know, pretty, obviously, yeah. which, you're about two weeks. That's a pretty good concussion. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, you know, uh, to his credit, they went at him a few times. You know, he he met the challenge yesterday. Yeah. yeah. But as far as, you know, the defense, Jerry, I, I just couldn't believe how bad Mac Jones was yesterday. Terrible. Um, some of the throws he made, I'm like, what is going on? Here? That you interception know? was horrific. Oh my god, you know. Yeah. And then they you know, obviously I, I look, I, I put it on Twitter. So if he if Mac Jones starts the second half, man, Belichick really is tanking, you know. <laughs> so yeah, you right, know, right, right. and then Bailey Zap came Z- Z- Zappy, whatever you say, yeah. came out. He wasn't much better. He provided a little spark there yeah, in that second half, but you know, you obviously New England needs a quarterback. I mean, Mac Jones is a shot, and some of the throws he was. I, I just couldn't believe how bad he looked yesterday, man. Chris, yeah. the worst part about Jones for me, if I'm a Pats fan, is he was getting mad at receivers during that game. And I'm like, you stink, dude. You can't get mad at anybody. Dude, don't be mad at anybody. Right. You know? I mean, he's sitting there going like this, like, oh, you should go my way. Or, yeah. no, go up. And, like, oh, my God, back. You are a terrible quarterback. You put your arm down and you you, you take your hits like this this is not good. Um, yeah. There was another guy that played up in Foxville before you that deserved it, that, that could – that was right. that could do that, not you, buddy. <laughs> oh man, you know, so um that was ugly. That, that was ugly, you know. But hey, you want to talk about how valuable Dexter Lawrence is? Check out yesterday's game. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, Mondre yeah. Stevenson looked like he was getting seven yards a pop. He almost had a hundred on the ground, and then yeah. Zeke all yeah. of a sudden he, he had a flashback. He plays he the Giants, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Fountain of you. He can so, play the Giants when he's 60 and get 70 yards. Right. So he, I mean, he had some nice chunk yards himself yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask you one more question about the defense, Chris. Um, Isaiah Simmons, you know, for a while, I just thought, man, there's no room for him now. And I think he's due a new contract when this year's up, I think. Um, could, could he be the answer on the other side of Thibodeau, or is he just too skinny of a player to play the edge consistently? Oh, you mean as far as being a 60-plus snap edge guy? Yeah. Nah. Yeah, kind of knew the answer, but I was hoping you'd say, "Yeah, I think so." No, because <laughs> he when he when he rushes the quarterback, it seems like good things happen. Now I know he's blitzing, and he, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's you know it's different, but I don't know. I just think that's his strength. Um, I just I like him, man. I just wish he's a really good athlete. Um, he seems to wreak havoc. I don't know. I, I I hope we can somehow manage to keep him. I know we have Okereke and McFadden's worked out better than we thought he would. Um, so I, I just I hope we can keep Simmons and, and do something with him because he's fun to watch and he seems to make plays. So I don't know. Yeah, you know, at times he makes some impact plays. He made one yesterday, right? I think he had to hit on the interception by Bobby, right? Yeah. Was, was that he him who had to it. hit it? If I he forced right? it. Yeah, yep. he forced it. And but he is a lot of things he doesn't do well. Yeah, you know, um, he's just not he's not a fifty plus snap guy, bro. Yeah. I and, kind of you know, knew it, but I was hoping you'd say um, he was. <laughs> um, you know, and you see how many snaps does he get a game? He's basically in the packages, you know, yeah. and all that stuff. Um, 
which is really the thing when he came out of college, like it was, and, and Cybertson said it, like he's a really good athlete, but you can't build around him. You, you yeah. got to have a certain role for him. So it's yeah. interesting. Maybe. Look, Jerry, yeah. right now, you know, what, what the hell are we, Jerry? November 27th right now. If you ask me, hey, Chris, you know, what do you think by next year? I, I would lean towards no. You won't yeah. see him back, you know. Right. Um, um, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see down the road with all that stuff. He's a nice package kid. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, those 20 plus snaps, he could do some things for you. Yeah. But is that what we really want to bring back? No. You know, 20, no. You know, so uh, we'll see what happens with Isaiah. I really like Isaiah too, man. He, like you said, Jerry, very athletic kid. Um, You know, but he's a kid that got away with a lot of stuff in Clemson because it's college football. Yeah, right. Um, but this level, mm, yeah, right. You know, yeah, not so much. You know, so um, um Jerry, last, you got to remember yeah. something. Just one yeah. quick uh, of some of the impact plays he makes. But think about how many times receiver screens or running back screens that he came out and just couldn't get off a block. And yep. you know what I mean? They, yeah, that's, right. so. that's his big thing. Anyway, it is what it is, buddy. Um, last thing, uh, I think, uh, unless you want to talk about something else. Jamie Gillen with a 74-yarder um, that's still went into the end zone. Isn't it amazing? Like, like I, I don't want to criticize Jamie, but, like, even his 74-yard punt goes into the end zone. Like, it just doesn't – it doesn't bounce back ever. It just goes straight forward. I think it hit, like, on the one and just flew in. Um, but that – what a leg, man. My God, if this guy can just master just getting the ball to bounce to the side or back a bit, uh, you know, I, we still have a weapon there. Like, I, I want him to be the guy next year, but – it's such a strong leg. I just wish he was a little more directional. Now he did punt one towards the the, the sideline yesterday, and I don't I don't want to talk about the punter every week, but I'm I'm trying to I'm rooting for him, and I, I want him to be the guy next year because his leg is so strong. But it seems like he's improving a little bit with the directional stuff. I don't know if you yeah noticed that or not, but yeah. Well, look, he had four inside the twenty yesterday. Yeah, you know, right. so that's that's big, you know. Yeah, but the. And he had the big one, you know, like you said, 74 yards, it bounces into the end zone. Right, and the net yeah. is 54. Like, that's yeah, a great yeah, net. Tom, but, uh. Yeah, Tom, Thomas Moore said he's not. But anyway. Right. But the issue I have, Jerry, is that when they needed the big punt out of him. He doesn't do it. He kicked the 38 yard. Yeah. Was it 38 or 40? Something like that, yeah, whatever the hell like it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So when they needed that real big leg boom at the end of the game. Yeah. He came up short. And we've seen this before. Where when you need that big one out of Jamie. Gillen, he comes up a little short, you know, and it's all right, Jerry. It's not, you know, special teams is a huge part of football. It should be talked about every week, you know, if something right. happens, right? Right, right. It should be talked like Bullock. Yeah. What does he do? He kicks one out of bounds. Oh my God, dude. He gives really, that's, that's how New England scored in a short field. A short, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's, it's huge, man, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right, buddy. Uh, anything else? No. So everybody enjoy the bye week. Giants will be off this Sunday. I guess we'll come back next week, right? No reason yeah. to come back this week. We'll come back next week and preview and maybe have a guest on. Uh, we've been trying to line up. Yeah. But we'll probably, we'll be off the rest of this week with the bye. So we'll try to line them up for next week and preview the Packers game Monday night, which it looks like for sure it's going to be Monday night. Now they have to. I think they have the tomorrow the league to flex it out, but. That ain't gonna get flexed. Out. I was thinking the same thing as you. I'm like, this ain't getting flexed now. Right now, you got to be NFL headquarters going through. We really want to look at um, Tim Boyle and the Jets. You know, I get it, CJ Stroud, but now the Jets can't get a first down and they're giving up 99 yard Hail Marys for touchdowns. We're not putting that on TV. Has a team? I'm have DeVito. <laughs> other than like, has a team had more nicknames of plays that went against them? I mean, the the, the fake spike, the butt fumble, now the fail Mary or the Hell Mary, whatever you want to call it, like. 
don't know if there's been a team that has more that's going against them with awesome nicknames. Like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, like, well, Terry, oh. there's one real close. Miracle that the shares Met- the building with them. Miracle of the Meadowlands, uh, I mean, uh, one, two, and three. The Sean Jackson one. Uh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not touching that one, bro. Yeah, just, they, but they do it in, seem to do it in different ways. Like, I never saw Hail Jets. Mary go the other way. What did the Jets? Yeah. Oh, my God. What did the Jets? Oh, oh, good stuff, buddy. All right, dude. Uh, that's it, man. We'll see you guys next week. Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.